My turn. <laughs> um, so I'm basically going to share about one of the most, one of the more like really intense experiences on the trip, which is it happened on the same day as uh, Caroline's testimony, and she's also part of this testimony as well. Um, a bunch of us for creative outreach were sent out to Walking Street, right? So as Caroline mentioned, it's one of the more commercialized locations, so that's where the prettiest prostitutes go and like, sell themselves. And it's sort of, it's really bizarre because on one hand, um, that's where some of the prettiest prostitutes are, it's very commercialized, but then you see families in tow, like husbands walking around with their wives. It's just really weird and twisted. But anyways, um, this is actually the same street where Pastor Krishna had walked around in Thailand before with uh, near the end of the Cambodia-Thailand trip. And I think that's where um, he was sharing where, God, where he was just really shaken because he was expecting just um, like a tourist trip, but he realized that it was just these bars, open bars, and girls who were just selling themselves. So um, basically that day on Walking Street, um, it was creative outreach like Caroline had shared. Right? So um, Caroline was dancing and doing cool stuff, but then I just made bracelets because I can't really dance prophetically. So before we were sent out, we were <laughs> given all these beads and uh, string, right? So um, I wanted to, people were making their beads in a prophetic way. I mean, there were some really gift, like really intensely gifted people. So they'll go, oh, like blue beads for Holy Spirit and orange beads for like fire or whatever. But then I just saw a bunch of pink beads and I wanted my bracelets to look pretty. So I just took all the pink beads. <laughs> and then I wanted to write something, right? So there were um, beads with letters on them, but the letters were all different colors. But I realized that the pink letters, there was L, U, and V. So I said, okay, I'll make L, U, and V and take pink Bs. So I was just making my three bracelets. I, I think I made one bracelet. Well, I made one bracelet and two uh, cell phone accessories. So we made our little, um, I made bracelets. Some people made prophetic uh, drawings or like uh, pictures with Bible verses and messages. It was really cool. So we were armed with all these like prophetic gifts like tangible gifts, right? And we went out to Walking Street. So um, initially, I, I was just walking around trying to figure out who to give the bracelet to. And um, I gave it to, as I was walking around, I saw this old lady, right? So she was a prostitute. I think she was like the head honcho prostitute in this restaurant. And um, I saw that she was wearing a pink dress. So I said, oh, she's wearing pink and I have pink. So I'll go to her. Right? Completely elementary, right? <laughs> so I went to her. <laughs> and I said, Swadika. You know, I introduced myself. And um, I said, um, I was just chatting with her. I had, I had a Thai friend with me. And I was like, oh, hi, I'm, I'm from Korea. And I feel like God sent me to you to tell you that God loves you. Right? So I was just... I was just bent on giving my pink bracelet to the lady in the pink dress. But while I was doing that, I failed to realize that there was another bar girl who was massaging her shoulder because it was hurting, right? So I said, oh, no, maybe you could pray for healing, you know, oh, late reaction, right? But So we asked her if she feels pain anywhere. She said, yes, I have pain in my shoulder. So I offered to pray for her in addition with, uh, along with my Thai friend. So we prayed for her and... Um, you know, we just bound up any, like, spirit of infirmity. We just release God's healing. We just asked for God to really manifest his love within her body. So I was just, like, praying this, praying this, and we asked her how she was feeling, and she said that she was feeling okay, right, that she, it didn't hurt anymore, right? I was like, are you serious? Are you sure? Like, I, I was, because I, I, I didn't believe it at first, because I hadn't, like, prayed for healing and have it happen yet. So I said, are, are you sure? Are you sure? She was like, yeah, yeah. So she was, like, 
rolling her shoulder, and I still wasn't convinced yet. So I was like, oh, like, like P, which means Anni or older sister, are you sure it doesn't hurt at all? Look, look for the pain. She's like, no, it doesn't hurt, it doesn't hurt. So she, there was this like tiger bomb type ointment thing, so she put that away. And then she was really happy because she's like, I think she had a very chill personality. So she said, yeah, it doesn't hurt. But then she was really happy on the inside, so she bought drinks for me and the girl, just orange juice, right? So we were just chatting with her. So I think that's how the night started off, right? So I said, oh, cool, God used me to heal somebody, yay, you know? So we were just walking on the rest of the walking street, and then we had some cool encounters. We were able to pray for this dude. We prayed for God to become real to him, and God became real to him, so that was really wonderful. And, you know, we were just... <laughs> No, because he was, he was this, uh, like, super emo dude with, like, black eyeliner. So he's a Thai dude, right? So he was also very, just very super chill. But then he was really shocked when God became real to him. He was shaking, and it was really awesome because he, he knew who Jesus was but then was skeptical. So that sort of really broke the skepticism. So I think those were, like, the two more powerful encounters. So by the end of the night, I was like, wow, God, you're so good. Like, awesome, you know? Now let's go back to the hotel. So as, because we were all separated at this point, right? So at this point, me and Koi, who's my Thai friend, we were just going to go towards the Song Tao, like the taxi things to go back to the hotel, when we miraculously just ran into everybody else, like almost everybody else who was in our group, right? They were all just converged there. So we said, oh, oh, nice. Like, everyone's here, so we'll be able to pay less for the taxi. Yay, you know? But one of the girls in the group, her name is Renee. So she's from the U.S., and she had been feeling a lot of intense pain in her lower back. So a group leader said, okay, why don't we just pray for you before we leave? Because we're all here. You know, why not? Right? So we gathered in a circle. I think it was like 10 of us. Was it 10? Like 10 of us gathered in a circle, and we started praying for her. But it was really funny because she manifests in a really funny way. She manifests by like bending back like this, right? So we're praying, and she's bending back. And then for some of you who might know, when I manifest, I go like this, right? So I was going like this, and this other girl next to me was like twitching this way. So, was like, so there was like a bunch of foreigners praying for this girl. We're all like sort of manifesting, right? So these tourists are really confused. They stop, and they look around, and they ask what we're doing. And we said that we're praying, praying for healing, right? So then that was sort of our segue. Do you feel any pain? We're praying for healing. Can we pray for you? So there was this old man from Iran, so he was feeling very intense headaches, right? So a bunch of us prayed for him, prayed against the headaches, we just prayed for healing, and then he felt better, right? So he's like, wow, you guys have this energy, I can feel your energy. But we said, no, it's not energy, it's Jesus. Jesus healed you, you know? So someone else ended up ministering to him, and that man actually ended up receiving Christ, and he's going to take this testimony of healing and of salvation back to the nation of Iran, you know? Ah, right? So then that was one man, and then uh, I was like, wow, this is cool, this is cool. I want us to keep on praying for people. So I saw these biker kids, these like two cool for school biker kids. They were just like looking at what's happening, looking super skeptical. So I walked over to them, right? Being, and then I was like, hey, who has pain? Who wants, who wants healing? Who wants healing? <laughs> and they're like, who is this lady, right? But, um, but then I just felt really convicted. So I was like, hey, who has pain? Like who, who needs prayer for healing? Right? So they, they weren't reacting at first, but one of the kids, they started to nudge the, the guy to his right. Say, hey, like, your shoulder hurts, your shoulder hurts, get pray, like, go, go, she's talking about you. So he came up, the super skeptical, too cool for, like, too cool for school kid. So myself, like, myself and this girl, like the other manifestation girl, we started praying for him, right? We were praying for this guy, and then I felt his shoulder, like, burn up, right? It was like, it was so hot. 
And I was like, wow. Like, like we were just praying, like binding the infirmity, pray healing into him. And we said, how do you feel? How do you feel? And he says, it doesn't hurt anymore. Like his shoulder was healed, right? And then he was like, and I said, are you sure? Are you sure? Like, where's the pain, right? He said, I don't feel the pain. And he seemed completely out of it. He was so surprised. And I said, Jesus loves you. It's Jesus who healed you, right? And um, so after he was healed, he brought over his other friend who I think he was in a biking accident and he hurt his like knee, right? So me and Marissa, the other girl, we prayed for his knee and this, this, uh, the biker dude's knee was healed, right? So it was so awesome because there were all these chain healings happening. Basically, like whenever we shared this testimony with everyone else, we were like, the heavens just opened up over walking street, you know? So those, there were the biking dudes. There's this one waiter from a restaurant who had really intense pain at the back of his neck, right? So we prayed for him. He was like burning up. He was healed. He went back to his restaurant, brought back his waitress friend who had a pain in his, in her calf, we prayed for her. She was healed, right? So they're all, it was so awesome because it reached a point where basically there were people just lining up waiting for prayer because they saw healing after healing after healing, right? And it was so cool because initially these girls who were advertising like the, massa- like the massage bars or like the sketchy bars, they would actually put down their signs and they were coming over because they were so curious, right? And then bar girls were bringing other bar girls to get healing. So it was like, whereas in Initially, the focus on Walking Street was the, were the girls selling themselves and just like really like unholy things going on. Like God's power and the healing, like love of Jesus became the focus that night. So it was insane. And what's even more was that there are all these tourists who had come with their camcorders because initially they wanted to record these girls, right? They wanted to record the girls doing whatever they're doing. But then they ended up recording the healings and the miracles that were occurring, you know? So... That was so exciting because basically what the enemy intended to use for bad, who knows what they would have done with this footage. Like God had a much mightier purpose for the footage, you know. So it was so awesome. And um, I think that experience got me really, really excited because I know that the same God that was operating on Walking Street in Thailand is the same God that we worship here in Seoul in Korea. You know, so I was like, man, God, I can't wait until you, like, I can't wait for the day when you bring that to Itaewon, when, when people are just like coming, requesting prayer, healing, 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 salvation, 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 you know. So it was, it was really awesome. And I think uh, one thing that I definitely received from this experience was knowing how to just sort of let go and just take God's hand. Because I think initially my first prayers, they were all like, Lord, I bind the spirit of infirmity, whatever, you know, really violent prayers, which is necessary sometimes. But I think once God healed the first person, I realized, man, like God wants to heal them more than I do, you know. So I learned to really sort of mature in my prayers because there would be times where me, myself and Marissa, the other girl, we would be praying for just two seconds and we knew that he was already healed. So we just stopped and we said, how do you feel? He goes, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling better, you know? So I think definitely um, one thing that I'm taking away from that experience, in addition to the fact that God is good and he heals and he's so faithful and loving, is the fact that it's so, um, I think God is really calling myself and also members of this church to really mature in our sensitivity to the spirit. Because I think sometimes we might, in our overzealousness, we might, I think there was a, I, I heard a podcast this past week about like praying past the healing, you know? So I think it's, mo- it's sort of becoming in tune with the Holy Spirit's leading what's going on in the spiritual realm and how specifically the Lord wants to use you in that, in that moment. So, yeah, <laughs> that was my intense uh, testimony.